restructure your retirement and grow your wealth through real estate all by leveraging other people's money. The hardest part of real estate investing is not market knowledge, technical skills, or even the math. The hardest part and most important part is raising capital to fund your deals. At least it used to be. But we got the answer to simplifying capital raising, take you from scatter, stress, and scrambling to confident and excited. Join our five-day Raise More Money Challenge, your key to learning how to raise all the money you need for every single deal. Head to RaiseMoreMoneyChallenge.com to join now. Don't get caught up in the single biggest struggle experienced by multifamily apartment general partners and capital raisers today. There's not a shortage of money or willing investors out there. You just need the right tools for attracting them and we got just the thing. The Raise More Money Challenge teaches our exact blueprint for attracting leads and investors to keep your capital rolling in. No wealthy friends or connections needed to start. You'll have an immediate and actionable way to raise money fast. Join the challenge at RaiseMoreMoneyChallenge.com. That's RaiseMoreMoneyChallenge.com. Have you ever noticed how the wealthy keeps getting wealthier without constantly selling off their assets? It's not magic, but the result makes us sure feel like they're working with some hocus pocus. But here's the thing, what they're doing can be summed up in three simple words, buy, borrow, die. In today's episode, we're gonna explain what buy, borrow, die is and how it works and how it can apply to your situation. By the end, we're also gonna throw some cautionary tales to make sure that you walk away into this strategy with eyes wide open. Hey, I'm Palmy, And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. 10 years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. In order to do this, let's talk about the Haas avocado. Ah, the fruit of the gods. Not only are they rich in nutrients, but interestingly, all the trees alive today originate from one single tree planted by mail carrier named Rudolf Haas in La Habra Heights, California in the 1920s. He patented the tree in 1935, and since then, the Haas avocado accounts for approximately 80% of all avocados consumed in the world. Just like every Haas avocado tree is a clone, grafted from its original, never grown from a seed, the buy, borrow, and die strategy lets wealth grow without selling the original investment. It's like the first avocado tree's legacy keeps growing through its clones, and the initial investment's value keeps expanding without ever selling it off, ensuring the original's value spreads and lasts for generations. So, what is the essence of buy, borrow, and die? This strategy revolves around the American tax system, and its magic lies in its simplicity. It's been around for over two decades, thanks to Professor Ed McCaffrey, who ingeniously summarized the complexity of the American tax system into these three word phrases. So let's unpack the buy, borrow, die strategy, shall we? Whether you're building generational wealth or not boils down to these three things. Number one, what you buy. Number two, what you do with it. And number three, what happens to it when you die? The answer to these three points is the building block for generational wealth. So let's get into the buy. The buy invests in assets that appreciate in value over time, such as stocks, real estate, art, fine wines, collectibles. And not to mention Beanie Babies. <laughs> While we give you a few samples here, the truth is there's only one asset amongst these that truly fits the strategy like a glove, and that's income-producing real estate. One of the most important requirements for this strategy to work optimally is for the investment to check off these five boxes. And this isn't some ivory tower theory either. We're actually using this exact strategy to build our own generational wealth, as well as the wealth of thousands of our investors. One of the primary reasons we have managed to amass over $300 million in asset 
within a brief span of five years is due to our focus on income producing real estate that checks off all these five boxes. So these five boxes include steady cash flow, appreciation potential, tax benefits, tangible collateral, inflation hedge. Next, if you need to borrow money, you never sell an asset, you borrow against it. Stepping into this borrow phase, the strategy pivots away from liquidating assets. Instead, we use them as leverage to gain tax-free wealth. The remarkable aspect of employing this strategy with multifamily apartments is twofold. Residents always cover the loan, and because of the increasing value bolstered by net operating income and inflation, this can always be repeated multiple times. Consider, for instance, our A-class apartment complex in Houston, Texas. Here's our original loan terms breakdown. We acquired this property back in July 2022 for $68 million. This primary loan amounted to $45 million, leading to an average of roughly 64%. The property cash flow enough to cover all the expenses, including the mortgage. As revenues grow and expenses diminish, the net cash flow predictably escalate. So with a lot of things, What's the exit strategy, right? That's the question people are always asking. While we always possess various exit strategies, our inclination on this specific property is to retain high quality assets like this one beyond the usual three to five year hold period. However, we're also attuned to our investors' aspirations for a return of their investments. A win-in for both us and our investor would be to opt for a refinance or borrow against the property once more. This maneuver maintains the property inherent value, allowing us to avoid potential capital gains taxes. In its third year, we might decide to refinance. In this situation, two outcomes are likely. A higher mortgage due to increased loan balance, which will be covered by our rental income from our residents. Thank you very much. Simultaneously, our investor will receive a significant portion of their initial investment during the refinancing, around 30% we're estimating, which would be categorized as debt. This means they won't be taxed on that income. Voila, right? Given this that property is relatively new with a trajectory of income and value growth, we can repeat this process multiple times. Upon repeating this once or twice, there's a possibility that our investors might have fully recouped their principal while retaining equity percentage. Consequently, their investment would yield infinite return and they would have done so without incurring any capital gain taxes on multiple refinancing. Brilliant, isn't it? Definitely to infinity and return, woohoo, right? Though die may sound morbid, it's something that will happen to 100% of us and thus for those who wants to leave all this well for your kids, your grandchildren, or your great grandkids and build a lasting legacy, perhaps a 100 year legacy, it's essential to plan this out correctly from the beginning. We tie all this together like a pretty bow in this step. Setting up the proper estate planning includes family trust, which is a crucial component of this step. Family trust can play a role, an integral role at that for a long-term wealth preservation strategy. So here's how it works. It helps bypass probate, control distributions, avoid inherent tax, provides asset protection, sustain continuous management, and ensures a step up in basis advantages. Now let's go over some fine print, so to speak. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. We went over a few types of assets that may potentially work for this strategy, and we already went over why multifamily apartments is the best one to maximize the buy, borrow, and die system. Now let's go over some of the major pitfalls to avoid. Whatever asset you choose, make sure that it has a net positive cash flow beyond its expenses, including the mortgage. For example, you can create a margin call on your stock holdings, and in this, you'll have a very fast access to your stock's value. Sounds pretty nice, right? Yes. But it can become very combustible if the stock market is tanking. When you use your stock's as collateral, if the price drops, you may be forced to sell your underlying stock or fork out some cash to cover the loss. So while this may be one of the easiest way to access extra value without actually selling off the property, aka the stocks, 
that dynamic can also lead to huge losses. Asset class stability and growth is the key to making the refinancing work. Thus, if the underlying asset tends to not appreciate in value, then it's probably not a really ideal candidate. Thanks for tuning in today. Until next time, dream big and keep making those dreams a reality. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. 